At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Friday morning to you, and I do mean good. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, is there anything that happened yesterday I need to know about? Anything? I mean, the Yankees came back and beat the Astros. Yeah, that's what it was. Phillies beat the Padres. I knew I forgot. Phillies Padres. That's what I forgot. Uh, on the show today, Chris Valika, the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, joins us. Uh, Pamela Maldonado in studio to talk a little tennis with us. The Wimbledon draw is out for both the men's and the ladies' side. Jason Weigarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke in Southern Cali to talk baseball with us. Ben Wilson on college baseball. <sighs> that's me breathing. That's me hyperventilating. Uh, because, uh, yeah, what a stretch. What a stretch this has been and continues to be. Warriors, Boncaro, perhaps Ole Miss. We'll get into all that. And then Vinny Maliulo joins us, all, as always, as he does each and every Friday, to close the show and a special appearance with Vinny today from my mishpucha, Christy Andrews in studio as well. So we look forward to that. Everybody's in studio today. I like it. Not everybody. Most people. And Adam Stankel will join us momentarily to talk the old Jeff, you got to do this after every draft, the old way too soon winners and losers from an NBA draft, which I look forward to discussing with Adam, the uh, vice president of content, executive producer at at, uh, 24-7 Sports, which is just a juggernaut these days. Uh, But let us begin with yesterday's National Basketball Association draft. Listen, this is what you live for. As sports bettors, 
This is what you live for. Moments like this. When you just suss something out, get ahead of it, and it gets home. Now, for those who don't know what, I, what we're talking about, just a brief little stroll down memory lane from just this week. As Paolo Boncaro from Duke ends up, in fact, as the number one pick in the draft going to Orlando. But this is, uh, this is me on Monday giving my reasoning, or at least a clip of my reasoning, uh, as to why I felt like this was a good bet. Followed quickly by Drew Dinsick, Will Capper, yesterday morning being resolute and steadfast in why he was betting Boncaro number one. But Paolo Boncaro, like Duke's offense, often ran through him. He makes great decisions and can create offense. You don't think all those other Magic players become better if they draft Boncaro, who, by the way, is 9-1 to here at BetMGM. You could find him at 12-1, to I believe, at DraftKings. Last I looked, I'll look again. Here in town, by the way, at the only shop, Will Hill, that has it, not even that good. It was 7-1 to last night. You don't think there's an outside shot? Paolo Boncaro will go with the number one pick in the draft? And by the way, if anybody trades up for number one, that's the dude they're picking, in my opinion. I would make Paolo Boncaro my first pick. You know how many people have that sentiment? At some point, the Magic, they got one job, Jeff. They got to know who to draft number one. Isn't that the dude? Shouldn't we be making a long shot bet on Paolo Boncaro? I don't think it's going to win, but I understand where you're coming from. I'm making the bet. And I think, you know, the fact that this morning I haven't gotten a single panic call. People, everyone knows that I have a huge Boncaro position. I haven't gotten a single call from a pro who's like trying to lay off anything because they bet into... Uh, you know, Bankero at a bad number or anything like that. Um, so I think Woj might be wrong. And honestly, the at this point, I'm effectively free rolling Palo to go 1.01 with no skin in the game any other way. And it will be a huge financial windfall, which I will be very happy about. But this added layer of potentially being right and Woj being wrong is not <laughs> something that this isn't something I expected to yeah. sweat today. Yeah, that part um, is priceless. That, that again, uh, that was me on Monday here on the show. And that was Drew yesterday morning. Uh, and let's just, Jeff, add it to numbers game lore. Just add it to numbers game lore over the years. Again, the number of. This bet, the, the, the odds on this bet, the trajectory through the week. When I came on here Monday morning, as I mentioned, it was 9-1 to one to 12-1, to one, anywhere in that pocket for Boncaro to go number one. What Drew was referring to was some movement that even occurred a little before that in faraway places that had brought it down from even longer, apparently 24 hours before that. Now, after I do that on Monday morning, all day Monday, that crashed so that Boncaro got all the way down to about plus 175 as the second shot to, get the, to become the first pick in the draft. Remember, it was just consensus opinion that it would be Jamari, uh, Jabari Smith from Auburn. It was fait accompli, according to the market. And then when it got to plus 175, then for a couple days, it sort of drifted a little back in the other direction, where Boncaro sort of settled in at about plus 240, plus 250, right in that range. Until yesterday, late Wednesday night into yesterday, early morning, when by the time we woke up here around 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Pacific time, Boncaro had become the minus 190 favorite at a shop like DraftKings. Yet, 
when we came in studio yesterday here, we talked about the Woj tweet where he said, nope, increasingly firm, one, two, three, Smith, Holmgren, Boncaro, in that order. And so it flipped at that point once again, and Jabari Smith became an ever-increasing favorite to the point where he was like, you know, it was, what is it, minus 6,000 again during the show yesterday. And then we, we got off air here, and then a funny thing happened the rest of the day. It was largely quiet, painfully quiet, but it drifted downwards incrementally on Smith once again. From minus 6,000 to 13 to 1, 7 to 1. But it, it, it did drift down, but it stayed up there. You could have gotten Smith if you wanted him, but you'd have to lay that kind of juice most of the day. And it was all quiet on the old Western Front until 30 minutes. 30 minutes before the broadcast. I'm going to say 27 minutes to be exact before the NBA draft coverage. When Woj all of a sudden did just a little moonwalk backwards. Where he said, huh, Paolo Boncaro, I'm hearing, is in the mix. In the mix to be the number one pick. And all of a sudden, the market moved again. And this time, Boncaro became a, fl- a favorite and a favorite for good because about six minutes before the broad- broadcast, or seven minutes, that's when Woj tr- tweeted out that, in fact, Boncaro looked like he was going to be the number one pick in the National Basketball Association draft. Sports bettors, one. Adrian Wojnarowski, zero. Jeff, a little karma, perhaps, for Woj from his... Uh, from his very irresponsible association of linking sports betting to violence at arenas some uh, couple months ago? I think a little, a little bit. I think so. A little bit. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I, I, I don't have an issue with, with, with saying that on a morning like this. We kind of said it last night on primetime action without actually saying it. Look at Jeff hosting primetime action. Nice little slip in there. So you'll be doing primetime on Fridays moving forward? Yeah, well, uh, tonight it's uh, Femi Abebefe and myself. There you go. Okay, so again, getting back to this now. This is just one of these great moments. You live for this as a sports better. And, and I just want to stress this again. All different kinds of bets are different. They're not all created equal, right? Drafts are different than futures in a sport, are different from everyday games and or tennis matches. And the handicapping that goes into them are entirely different endeavors. And drafts are different, for sure. But the point is, is that in any of those, you're trying to make positive plus EV bets. And the more you make those, the better off you're going to be. Now, Ben Fox wrote a great piece on all of that trajectory. I was just talking about just the whole market change at VEASAN.com, uh, VEASAN.com called Inside the 2022 NBA Draft, a mispriced betting market at number one, why betters won, and a woge bomb diffused. Drew Dinsick is quoted in there extensively, as is Bill Krakenberger. By the way, shout out to the crack man who was here yesterday. Crackman scored hugely. He scored bigly on this as well. So shout out to him as well. I want to send a shout-out to, to William Hill for posting the market, for taking large bets, and here's the best part, Jeff, for paying off on those, on those big bets with integrity. Because they were, we were able to get down huge bets. Now, Ben mentions me once, and he says, 
uh, he, he said, you know, he quotes me once and he says, uh, my quote was, you're betting the number and the number was out of whack. Whether it gets home or not is anybody's guess. And that is the one part, again, that I want to stress about this. None of us who bet this, none of us knew for a fact that this was going to get home. I made the comparison, it's a bit of a dirty comparison yesterday to my, you know, my sort of Tennessee Titans bet. Again, a totally different kind of bet, but I'm trying to make the broader point with betting, which is you make a bet based on a number that is just completely wrong in your opinion. And in the case of Boncaro, there was nothing, anything out in public, it was all public information about why this, was, this number was wrong. There wasn't any sleuthing, there wasn't any inside information on that. It was just an off number because it was always a three-headed monster here at the top. Why was he 12 to 1 on Monday? It made no sense. The Tennessee Titans dirty analogy was the fact that I made a bet for the Titans to win the Super Bowl this year. People were like, ah, oh, could you do that? It wasn't a bet of whether they were going to win it all. I don't know if they're going to win it all, but as a num- they were a number one seed. If they could position themselves as a number one seed, get all their players back, they would therefore be set up to win it. And at 11 to 1, that number was stupid to me. Now, that bet didn't get home. Didn't. Because they got Ryan Tannehill despite nine sacks of Joe Burrow. That's betting. This one did. And boy, oh boy, June 23rd turned out to be a pretty, pretty darn good day. Between Ole Miss and that, Ole Miss advancing to the College Baseball World Series as well. A Warriors Boncaro, and let us pray Ole Miss stretch. Adam Stanko joins us to talk actual who won and who lost of this NBA draft. That's on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. I want to thank uh, everybody, and I do mean everybody, who wrote uh, such nice tweets all through the night last night, uh, late afternoon here on the uh, in the Pacific Time Zone, or evening, uh, right after the Boncaro call, and then uh, through the night into the morning. It was just uh, awesome to read everybody. Thank you for all that. Uh, the, the money quote, I think, from the Ben Fox piece, and again, Ben Fox uh, at VEASAN.com, completely covered everything about this whole case study of betting. Again, it's called Inside the 2022 NBA Draft, a mispriced betting market at number one, why bettors won and a Woj bomb diffused. But the money quote uh, that Ben shares with us is uh, late in the article when he quotes Eric Fenstermaker, Caesar Sportsbook Senior Trading Manager. Eric Fenstermaker. Uh, he said, quote, this was the wildest draft market I've ever seen and created incredible two-way action up until the onset of the pre-draft show. This was much crazier than this year's NFL draft, especially the number one overall pick market. We did 10 times the handle on that market for the NBA when compared to the NFL. 10 times. And for me, despite hitting Darryl, uh, you know, Darryl Stanley Jr. at number three in the NFL draft, this became more profitable for me, this draft, than the NFL draft even did, even was this year. Just absolutely a beautiful thing. But check out that Ben Fox piece. Really well done by Ben, covering all bases. We bring in Adam Stanko once again from 24-7 Sports. By the way, lost in all of this is that Adam Stanko just kind of quietly rolled in here yesterday on the show and gave out some winners. How you doing, Adam? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you, Gil. Congrats on, on number one. Thank you, sir. Congrats on all the others you gave out. Murray uh, going four, spot on there. I, always, I already forgot offhand what the other ones. I believe you said something about Ivy perhaps going five. Was that also your call? Five. Yeah. Mark Williams going to, uh, to the Hornets. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it, it, was, it was somewhat predictable, I felt, after we hit those, those first three, actually. Everyone was so focused on those uh, for obvious reasons. Jaden Ivey still weeping, by the way, with joy after getting picked by the Pistons at number five. So, so we do this every year, and I just want to preface it all right by saying caveat: we're gonna even after the preface, we're just gonna go ahead and do it because we kind of got to do it. 
it's the old first take of winners and losers in this. And by the way, there is no there is no endeavor that is more of a fool's errand than what we're about to just try to go on here. But just to give some thoughts, because you were so dead on yesterday, you are the vice president of content and executive producer over at Twenty Four Seven Sports, which people should know by the way is a juggernaut. Right, you guys are the absolute pinnacle of what goes on at a collegiate level in so many respects. You can actually say a couple words on that if you want, at Naismith Lives for Adam, by the way. But you are tapped into this almost as good as anybody. So please feel free to, to, to shout out 24-7 Sports if you want. But w- let's start with the winners. Like, who do you think, what team ultimately is the big winner in this? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for the, the kind words. We do want to own the college basketball and college football space, and I feel like we're, we're on our way. we got a really talented group to get us there. I would say as, as far as winners and losers, I mean, look, even before we knew the chaos up top, I felt like this was, I said, they're four tier one guys in my estimation in this draft. So to get one of those was critical. I felt like four tier one guys, one guy teetering on that tier two in, in Ben Matherin and then and then a major drop off as far as I was concerned. So you need to get into the into the top four. If you can't do that, get Ben Matherin at five. And so you, you take that into account. Obviously, in spite of the chaos and the difference with one and three uh, at the top of the draft, I felt all those teams were winners. Magic, Thunder, Rockets. But then you get to four. I felt like King's major loser there, a chance to get Jaden Ivey and miss that opportunity, a chance to get Ben Mather and miss that opportunity. I like Keegan Murray. I think he's going to be a solid NBA player, but I wouldn't put him in that same class. So I feel like then you're talking about the Pistons are a huge winner. Pacers at six to be able to get Ben Matherin, big winner. And then you start to move around the draft and you say, all right, another team that I would put in that category is is the Warriors because uh, to get Patrick Baldwin, a guy that was highly coveted as a high school prospect, went and played for his father at Milwaukee. Things didn't work out. There's injury stuff there, but it's huge reward for very low risk at the back end of the first round. I just think a great move by the Warriors. And he's going to be in a perfect spot because we know Steve Kerr plays guys early on. And, and and one thing, too, I would say, I really like the fact, again, reexamining that, that the Thunder went with Chet Holmgren because He's going to need time to develop. The average age of the Thunder, and this is unreal, it almost seems like it's not possible, is under 23 years old. So here's a guy that's going to have a chance uh, to play with some talented players, to play with talented wings. Josh Giddy, we, we've seen his development. Um, there's a lot to like about what the Thunder are doing with all their draft picks, but they're the one team that could afford to wait and, and make an investment long-term on Holmgren. So not only is he going to pay off in the long-term, which we know, but I also believe they're the team that can wait for that. A lot of teams can't wait two or three years as, you know, he works on his strength, but also works on his physical fitness. You know, it's funny because I, as you were going through that, I was like, I wonder if he's even going to say Oklahoma City in the end here. Because to me, I thought that was going to be your first answer, which is the Holmgren Jalen Williams back-to-back. Because I love Jalen mm. Williams from Santa Clara. I had a chance to watch him here at the West Coast Conference Tournament. I actually know some, uh, some folks at Pepperdine, so I was able to follow him during the season. He's yes, a do. he's a facet. Yes, yes, yes. I know you do. Uh, he's a fascinating player, uh, you know. So I was prepared to say that they're the the sort of knee jerk winners. But then they did that weird thing where they they traded three of. And I know they have a bajillion first rounders coming up in the coming years. But they went ahead and then traded three of them 
to the Knicks, which I thought was at the moment I was like, wow, three to like a, a middling, you know, range pick. Did you find that a little strange? Yeah, I found that whole thing odd from from all sides. Um, it's it's very weird when you when you're basically you know selling picks or or you're trading multiple picks. I think what they were trying to figure out is. I think ultimately when they look at their long-term cap space, like consolidating some of those picks, I think is what happened is sort of a, t- a taking a look and saying, you know what, we may not be able to, uh, to afford guys. If some of these guys do end up panning out and, and, or just having the roster spots to do it, you knew it would give them flexibility later, which is what they were trying to do. Um, you would think Sam Presti has a long-term vision here and I'm going to trust in that. Uh, but like I said, for me, the big thing is that Chet Holmgren, you have a chance to, to wait on. Um, and so, again, they're not even looking to cash that out early. They're more looking to to make the longer, longer-term longer play there. Yeah. By the way, what a shocker that you came down with Sacramento as the loser. Well, how on brand is that from a year-to-year uh, basis? Good Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the other one, you know, I'll say the other team, um, you know, again, I like Keegan Murray. I think he's going to be a solid player. It's not about that. I think you just have to and, and here's the other part about the Kings, knowing in the pre-draft process, people made a big deal that Ivy didn't want to go there. I know Ivy wanted to play with Cade Cunningham. I know that for a fact. So he was super excited. Uh, I felt like I told you, Jaden Ivy, I feel like, is in the group with those those other three. Everyone made this a, a three-guy draft. I, I thought it was four. I put Ivy right there with all those three guys with superstar potential. I think he's going to be a breakout star in the NBA. Um, but the Kings never really expressed interest in the pre-draft with Jaden Ivey, and that was shocking to me that they made no effort to go and nab him. So it's not even just about who they selected, but about doing their due diligence, which, again, as you say, on brand. And then the other one for me is the Spurs. I mean, people are talking about this move, and we see this often with you know 19-year-olds, guys who play one year in college, and it's this investment. And, yes, we, I just said that about Patrick Baldwin. Uh, but that's late first round uh, for a risky pick. You think about the Spurs going with Jeremy Sohan. Um, I, I know people talk about his defense, and there's there's a lot to like about the kid potentially as a prospect. But for me with the Spurs, especially as we're at the tail end of this pop era, maybe R.C. Buford, uh, not much time there. The thing that I wonder about is where's his offense coming from? I mean, you're talking about a guy that shot extremely poorly from three. He shot under 60% from the line, and none of that's talked about. It's, oh, he's got great potential as a defensive player. I mean, we've seen this again with multiple players who have that 6'8", 6'9", wing, can defend, and you hope they pan out. But when you're taken in the top 10, and it could have been pretty easy for you to get into the top five, I feel like, I don't know. To me, the Spurs are, are a loser for that, even though everyone loves the Sohan pick. I'm not, I'm not in that camp at all. Very interesting. By the way, none of this, Jeff, if you throw out the NBA odds, the futures for next year, none of this affects, really, at, at, at the most incrementally, the actual NBA NBA odds to win the title next year, uh, because that's just the nature of drafts being inverted and the fact that there's just no behemoth player in this one that would move them. If anything, Kyrie giving a list of sign-and-trades moved the Nets back incrementally to plus 750 in all of this because of the uncertainty surrounding him. Um, but that's the deal. Warriors still the short shot, 5-1 to one now. Ooh, a little, little shorter for the Warriors. Celtics plus 650. Then you see the Bucks 7-1 to one and the Nets and Clippers right behind that. Adam, always appreciate that. And Jaden Ivey, Don McLean deserves a shout-out. Don McLean deserves a shout-out. He got Jay Ivey to the next level, and don't forget it. Don't forget it. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it as always, man. Always great seeing you, go. You too. Adam Stanko at Naismith Lives on Twitter. Great shout-out to the inventor of that beautiful game. Chris Valika, college football. 
A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Point, Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well, producer number five and eight. Jeff, you doing good? Did you cash in on Boncaro at all? You doing anything with that? Not not as good of a number as you had, but small though. That's good. Glad you were on a it. A little bit. There you go. Be a part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, he is uh Really the glue that holds ESPN together. He is, of course, the bear from ESPN's College Game Day, also part of the Daily Wager crew, and, of course, half of the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast. He's not the Stanford Steve part. It's Chris Felica. How you doing, Chris? I, I wish I was able to cash it on the Boncaro uh, uh, windfall last night. Unfortunately, being in the state of Connecticut, I did not have that opportunity to bet the NBA draft. So had I been in Las Vegas, I could have made the car and driven down to Arizona and, and, and maybe – Taking part, but yeah, a little, little, little bit of a bummer to uh, to not be able to uh, hop on board that. But but but, but I am excited for uh, uh, all of the excitement on uh, on Jaden Ivey. Just remembering the last time he set foot on the court at Purdue in that six turnover, <laughs> one for six for three point range, yes. nine point effort in that great performance against uh, St. Peter's in the yes. uh, in, in the incident of Sweet Sixteen. So I mean, I'm just looking forward to watching him at the next level off of. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up, because in my head, if there was enough time with Stanko, I would have completely brought that up. I'm like, but what was it about him coming up so small against St. Peter's? Like, how do we, how do we reconcile that little, that little nugget? All right, so we have a lot to get to with you, so I, so I want to start. First of all, hockey. Stanley Cup, finals, game five. The Lightning with the proverbial back against the wall. Do you have any play tonight? You said I'll just t- I'll share with people what you what you texted me about this. Who in the heck? I believe heck was the word you used, correct? Who in the heck mm-hmm. would be betting Tampa Bay tonight? Anyone? Yeah, like that. That's the thing. Like I, I, I think the majority opinion is is the the, the way John Cooper handled the post game the other night and just kind of going going off on the NHL and parody and I always knowing that Crowley's probably out now too. Adam Brady pointed out. And now you got to win two games in Colorado in order to win. Like, I think like the, the feeling is that the, the series is over, but a lot of times you see these three all the celebration. The cup is coming tonight. Like you could see Colorado maybe come out tonight and play a little, play a little, be a little bit off potentially just with the anticipation of okay tonight tonight we win the cup. So I like who's betting Tampa? I'm sure there probably are some sharp people out there. We're gonna. Try and wait for this number to, to crawl up some more and bet them, but like I almost wonder if it is a point now in the series where you're simply Martin Galling in the abs for the three games. Oh wow! Knowing that, okay, it's gonna take it's gonna take it's gonna take two wins in Colorado for for, for Tampa to win the series. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I will do that. I do think the Alves will win the series, but but I don't think it's a uh, a gimme that they win tonight. Here's my here's my unbelievably deep analysis on the whole avalanche martingaling thing. Ready for this? Uh, it is the lightning. Mm-hmm. It is the lightning. That's my only. <laughs> that's my only comment. That's all I got. So you know, going for a, going for the three p. There there Fair is the, there is that bit of respect I think that they have earned. Uh, okay, uh, the Open Championship, which is happening in two weeks, two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Pardon me. Uh, the Open Championship, golf's <laughs> fourth and final major. Any bets yet? I, I have not made any. I mean, I'll, 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 I haven't really taken a, a good examination at, at the prices. Uh, I would expect, again, it comes down to the weather in a place like this, because in 2010, Rory 
uh, should have won. He, he, he just got stuck in that brutal uh, weather. 2015, obviously, was another kind of where the, the, ball, the balls were rolling off the green. And uh, if the wind doesn't pick up, the course is pretty defenseless. So you're probably looking at a really low winning score. I mean, obviously, Rory will be uh, a big player there. You wonder, a lot of times in the, in the Open Championship, you'll see a player whose weakest part of his game is putting. Uh, a lot of times these greens are nowhere near as difficult to read and putt on as, uh, as some of the courses that we see here. So that's why a lot of times Rory, his putter, can go cold. You, even a player maybe who struggles around the green, like a Victor Hoblin, uh, this could finally be a, uh, a major where he could step through, step up and, uh, and contend. So i got to do a little bit more examining. We'll see what happens over the next uh, couple of weeks with some of these lead-up events as well. But uh, I, I would expect someone who, uh, again, Wait for the weather forecast before you really make your uh, your, your, your serious wagers, and, and you'll know that kind of ahead of time. That was the one thing that I would always do when I worked the event. I would always wait to get that net weather report to see, look, okay, which way is it going to be the early late wave or the late early wave that is going to get the benefit of the doubt on the weather before you really did anything serious. By the way, just brief parenthetical aside, you know what you were saying about uh, the Boncaro thing? You're like, oh, I wish I wasn't in Connecticut. You know, the, the irrational nature of a gambler. I, w- I was saying, I wish I weren't in Nevada because I would have gotten that much more down on it. So it's so funny how your mind's like, <laughs> oh, you won, this, you won this mound of money. Now you're not even happy with that. It's so ridiculous. All right, we have three college football plays. Three college football plays. You got 90 seconds on each of these. I need you to stay to the time, young Chris. Georgia, defending national mm-hmm. champions. You like the over at ten and a half still. Yeah, it's, it's ten and a half. It's huge. I just don't like you're allowed one mulligan with, with that schedule. Uh, like I don't know where two losses come from. They'll beat Oregon in the opening game. In the South Carolina game, I guess could be tricky, but you don't get A and M, LSU, or Alabama from the West. I mean, Jalen Carter was the best player on their defense last year. And he's back. The way they've recruited, they, they got guys lined up defensively to to, 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 to step up and uh, re- replace them at least from a production wise. I'm sure you'll lose the, the leadership of a guy like Nicobe Dean. That's it's big, but talent wise, they're going to be just as fine. And I think offensively, they're probably going to be better. So I, I mean, I think 11-1 is a worst case scenario for Georgia, and you'll probably uh, see them go 12 and 0 in the regular season again. Uh, Oklahoma is the other another game team that I played already under nine and a half. Uh, I, I brought this up a couple of times in a couple of different places. Like, like well, look, you got a, a first time head coach uh, last year with Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley. This is a team that won six games by a touchdown or fewer. There's very little margin for error with their schedule. I mean, they literally lost to Nebraska at home last year, and now you're going to Lincoln, and Nebraska should be better. You're a team that. Lost essentially your entire defense, basically every playmaker, new coaching staff. I, I, I like the Levy Dylan Gabriel dynamic, but uh, how well is it going to work right off of the bat? Uh, you're a team that you, you look at the road games at TCU, who I think is a sleeper to win the league, at Iowa State, who they struggled with, and I, even when Iowa State has not been uh, what a lot of people thought. West Virginia, who knows what you're going to get from them this year. Texas Tech should be improved. You got the Bedlam game, you got the Texas game, like. If Oklahoma goes ten and two against that schedule, I mean, I mean, God bless them. But under uh, they were I think minus one fifteen under nine and a half at DraftKings, and and uh, I played that. And then the other pick that I made already was Will Anderson uh, to win the Heisman Trophy at forty to one. I don't know if that 
number is still available. But wow. I, I think there is a little, little, little yeah, yeah. He was forty to one, and it got. And, and the thing is, the equity that he built up last year. I mean, there were a lot of people that thought he could have and should have won it last year, and, and now his teammate Bryce Young won it last year. Young loses a lot of his offensive uh, weapons. They may have won the ball a little bit more with, with Jameer Gibbs. Um, and if Anderson has the type of year that he did last year, he's going to be right there because I think there'll be people that would like to give it to him as opposed to maybe give it to Young two years in a row. you got Ohio State guys who are probably going to split the vote with uh, C.J. Stroud and Trevion Henderson and Jackson Smith and Jacob. So like, like, they, they, is Caleb Williams, is USC going to have the type of year? Are they going to be 11-1, and 12-0, the type of year that he's going to need out west to win the Heisman? I don't know. So, Will Anderson, you can get 40 to 1 or even 30, 35 to 1. Uh, I, I think that's a really good bet because Anderson is starting the year off this year uh, with a lot of momentum from where he ended up last year. All right. How about uh, can I interest you in 28 to 1? That's what I'm seeing over here at DraftKings. I'm searching as you're yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'd still be interested in that. Yeah, because if they, if they have the type of year, and the, the, I mean, their defense should be really, really good this year. And uh, if he has a type of year, but twenty-eight to one could quickly turn into twelve to one or ten to one. So you, it's still a better number, I think, than anything you're going to get during the season. And doesn't you know? And again, with all respect to uh, Will Anderson, which is just a absolute, I think that's a great play on your part. But it doesn't dissuade you that he is a defensive player, obviously, because I mean, what are we talking about? When was the last defensive player to win the Heisman? Woodson. Woodson. Yeah, yeah Woodson is Woodson in ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think in recent years we've had runs from from, from players to, on, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, whether it was Indomitian and Sue, uh, whether it was Manti Teo. Like, like there, there have been guys who have garnered votes. But like going into the year, like they didn't have like a Heisman type expertise. They weren't coming off of a, a monster year where they had nineteen and a half sacks and thirty, forty tackles for loss. Like that, that wasn't in, like those are stats. That voters can tangi- get a tangible grasp on, but these voters can't say, "Oh, and Dominican Sue had twenty-four pressures or was double teamed on a block fifty-eight percent of the time." Like those are things that voters can't grasp. Voters see sacks, voters see tackles for loss, voters see Alabama twelve and zero. They see that, and, and that all adds up to kind of a perfect storm, I think, for uh, for Anderson. All right. Chris, appreciate it as always. Have a good day out there. Let's go Ole Miss, Chris. I will. All right. I, I go Ole Miss, and I'll be, I'll be hopping on with Mike and Amal later today and talk a little uh, Wimbledon as well. There you go. Pamela Maldonado hops on with us to talk Wimbledon next, right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The first inning is unpredictable, but you can place a no-run first inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first inning prop bet on any Friday MLB game. If only one run is scored in the first, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $20. That's right. Simply place a single or parlay no-run first inning bet. No runs in the first, no problem. You win. If only one run is scored, get your wager back in free bets up to $20. Take big swings all season long with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. Opt-in required. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Reward issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It's Gil Alexander. Friday morning on a numbers game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. And one of the nice things about doing the show here from the South Point is that folks come in and just hang with us. And Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo Sports is here She's on vacation, apparently, in Las Vegas. We appreciate you taking a vacation from your vacation to step in with us. <laughs> it is Wimbledon. There's nothing else that I would rather do than talk Wimbledon as the draw is being released. <laughs> well, so let me start. I know you don't do, by the way, after the show today, I am uh, speeding NASCAR style down uh, 15. We're doing a Wimbledon Beating the Book podcast, Drew Dinsick, Dan Weston, and I, after this show. So we're doing that because we've been doing... Uh, pod previews for all the slams so that's happening so i know you don't do the women's side let me just give you my first reaction to the women's draw before we get to your thoughts on the men's yeah which is iga has a fairly good draw in her quarter like she she doesn't have the worst of it um actually like iga's quarter on the other hand there's a you know the 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 quarter with simona halep to me the, the two quarters in the middle the quarter two and quarter three are pretty, pretty competitive. Simona Halep's, which is quarter two, 
Uh, looks awfully competitive to me. Actually, looks pretty brutal. And quarter three is pretty tough as well. Uh, that is the... Uh, but Anjabur should be the favorite there. But she does have Angelique Kerber in quarter number three. Just taking a quick glance here. And then quarter number four... I mean, Maria Sakari, she, she, she's got she's to be able to get through this. She should be thinking to herself, I can win this quarter. That's just at a quick... That's a, a quick glance on this. But um, the men's, on the other hand, and by the way, I have, again, I have Ego Futures at 9 to 1, so I can't sit here and recommend you uh, Ego at plus 150. If, I, if you were to take a long shot flyer, if we could just go back to the women's futures for a second, Jeff, I do think there's value. You know, Ons is all the way down to 8 to 1. That's probably appropriate. She should be the second short shot. Simona Halep, 14 to 1, great numbers. Beatrice Haddad, Haddad Maya, 22 to 1. Angelique Kerber, 25 to 1. Also represent good value as the Sakari with her draw, but she does have Haddad Maya. I didn't look at the women's draw, but I did come in prepared with some women's oh, because I okay. was interested. I love Simona Halep. She's one of my favorite tennis players, uh, WTA. So I was interested in her prior to seeing the draw. Um, but I love her game style, and I think she's starting to kind of find some rhythm with her coach, and you're starting to see maybe that confidence come back into play. Um, so Simona Halep, to me, was an interesting prospect prior to the draw. You said it looks a little bit tough. I'm less familiar with the other woman, but um, Anja Bohr, didn't she just pull out yesterday? She did with a knee injury. But, but you know, as you said off air, these tournaments before majors, right. you just don't know how serious that is, yeah. right? She's probably like, you know what, I'd like to take a few days off. And are you not interested in Coco Goff? You know, it, it's a good question. Coco's been great. Mm-hmm. She got to, Obviously, she got to the French Open final on a different surface. Um, but do I think she can muster it together to win this tournament? Not quite. Right. I'm not quite there She's yet. Not there yet. And of course, the big wild card on the uh, on the ladies' side is Serena's back. Yeah. Serena at eighteen to one. Which look, I don't think she's going to win it, but that'd be a fun bet to to have if you wanted Seven to. Seven Wimbledon titles. So yeah. how can you look past it? However, we haven't seen her play since last year's Wimbledon. And then aside from that, I mean. All the respect, she's 40 years old, yeah. and she hasn't played in a year. So I'm more on the side of leaning of, is this her kind of retirement, or is she trying to make a comeback? That's what I'm interested in seeing. I think she figures if she's ever going to win a 24th slam to tie Margaret Court for the most of all time, that this is the surface to do it on. And so I think she probably has that in her mind. Now, is she going to do it? I, I have my strong doubts about it. I do think it's Iga's. Iga is the appropriate short shot, but like I said, I had a much better number than what exists now. So it should be fun on the uh, on the lady side. And like I said, podcast coming for the full deep dive later on here uh, after the show. Men's side, what is your reaction now to this draw? We are going to have a Novak Djokovic versus Rafa Nadal final <laughs> is what I'm hoping for. But the draw is definitely set up as such. You have Novak as the first seed. You have uh, Nadal as a number two seed. And I am really excited for that. If that were to come to fruition, I'm, as a fan, there's two parts of me when it comes to tennis. The better, and then the fan. The better in me wants uh, Novak Djokovic, because I have a I have him at plus money to win this tournament. The fan in me wants the magic to continue for, for Rafa. See the final, and let's make it happen. Well, so here's, here's what I'm looking at. Like, I think Novak Djokovic, like, I'm with you. Like, Novak is minus 115. He should be the favorite. Right. He's your guy. He, he absolutely should be the favorite. That said, Pam, 
He does have Carlitos. I don't know it's not his surface, but just bear with me. He's got Carlitos. He's got both serve bots, Riley Opelka and John Isner. You never know with those guys. He's got Van Reithoven in his in his draw. Jeff Van Reithoven, the wild card, back again. He's he's in uh, he's in Novak's quarter, and so is Andy Murray, the home favorite, of course, the local favorite. Yannick Sinner's in there, so he didn't get any. He didn't. He wasn't done any favors with this draw. I'm not at all worried when you say serve bot. I'm not at all worried for Djokovic playing against some of these big servers because how is he able to combat that? He is the best returner in the world. No doubt. Why? Because he is a good counter puncher. And the way that he neutralizes that serve is signing far behind the baseline, just like Nadal, and by counter striking. So his return game, and he has a serve of his own too. This is why you see players like Matteo Berrettini, who has the biggest serve right now, probably besides um, behind Nick Kyrgios, can't get to five sets with him. Why? Because you need to also be able to play some rallies because Novak is going to put the ball back into play. He's going to get the serve back. And when he does, can you play past three, four? Can you play a rally shot? Novak can. <laughs> I was just trying to put some doubt in your brain, but I guess None. I, I didn't succeed. <laughs> None. None whatsoever. He has seven grass titles, six of which are from Wimbledon, including last year. He is the best grass court player that we have on tour at the moment. So here's the other quarters. Quarter two to me looks completely wide open. Quarter three essentially comes down to a Berrettini Curios face off. And that's the one thing, like if you look at the men's futures take here, the over. here, Pam, take the over. That's why it's a great call. <laughs> take the when, over. When they play, take the over. I agree with that. When, now I should probably say if, because here's the thing Berrettini's the second short shot, right? At plus 550. If Curios, who's 25 to 1, if he could just promise to care for an entire tournament and like not go crazy, not be a head case. That would be such a great bet to have, but you just can't trust him. I think it's aside from that though, for taking care of Gios, Yes. It's always, does he care? But it's also, he has, he himself has a lack of like mental and physical stamina. And we haven't really seen him play too much of these best of five. We saw him last year in Australian open with Dominic team, but then he completely fizzled out the next match over. Like he just mm. doesn't have, the physical ability to withstand a best of five through two weeks of tennis. So I would not put my money on Kyrgios. And if you put him up against any player that has a pretty good mindset and Berrettini is one of those players, I'm going to take Berrettini every time. Well, I think you're absolutely right about you can't put money on Kyrgios because mm -mm. Of, what did you call it? The, he doesn't have the mental stamina. He, doesn't have the me he, gets, yes. he gets bored. He gets tired. Yeah. The, what was the, the tournament this week? He's looking over to his girlfriend in the box and he's like, hey, I'll see you in a bit. Mid-match. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you cannot put money on somebody like that. Okay, but here's the biggest point of all of this. In that fourth quarter, <clears throat> Rafa Nadal, to me, got the easiest draw, period. Oh, they are looking for that, that slam he, calendar. <laughs> there, is, there appears to be rhyme and reason to this. So Rafa Nadal, who is halfway to a Grand Slam, remember, men's singles Grand Slam hasn't happened since 1969 when Rod Leiva did it for Australia from Australia. Rafa Nadal now becomes, I have not had a bet on the men's side, Pam, mm -hmm. but Rafa Nadal now at seven to one, you're going to hate me for this. I'm betting that now. I took a, I have Nadal at 12 to one that was taken Good prior, for you. prior, like months ago, like a month ago. Um, because at the beginning of the year, I said, what if this is the year of Nadal and he just has a calendar slam? So I took all of his features well, so far, it's working out well. And I didn't say that on air or anywhere. That's more of between me and my guy who are just obsessed with tennis. But now it's all actually coming to fruition. I mean, if you look at Nadal, like, yes, what we had just talked about is um, 
it's grass. It's not his best surface as far as success, as far as titles. He has only four titles that are won on grass. And, of course, he won twice in Wimbledon. But you're talking about titles that were won in 2008, 2010. And he, the losses that he has, he has only 12 losses, 53 and 12 in win-loss record. 12 of those losses, of those 12, six of them were to Djokovic and to Federer. So Federer is not in the mix right now. He can 100% get through players like a Berrettini, like through a Felix Azure-Aliassime, because he has that same return game style as a Djokovic. And now he's coming in with so much confidence, and he has an easy draw. I totally agree. I can see value on taking Nadal in this. I'm overlooking the injury. 7-1, to one, I'm taking a flyer on Nadal. Thank you, Pam. Appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo, right here on the Numbers Game at Visa and the Esports Betting Network. Jason Weingarten on... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.